Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Raina Starr. Desperate House Witches is not a GPG or even an R-rated show, so if bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might upset you, this may not be the show for you. You have been duly warned. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredibly wicked one herself, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com for all of your witching needs. Next month is the Merry Merry Month of Morrison. We don't know what she's planning, but she's planning something. So get ready. It's going to be fantastic as always. But without further ado, today's guests are Adam and Darian Darkley from Devil's Conjure. Hey, gentlemen. Hey. hey. Thanks for having me. How are you? Oh, thanks for coming on. I'm really I'm good. Thanks for thanks for stopping by for the hour to hang with me. So I I've seen you on Facebook. I've seen Devil's Conjure come up a lot. Please tell my folks what Devil's Conjure is and what you guys do. Devil's Conjure is a world class um, purveyor of occult and ritual products, um, ritual services, and divination services, um, as well as um, teaching and offering classes on sorcery, um, ritual magic, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Cool. So how long have, have you been running Devil's Conjure? How long has Devil's Conjure been a thing? So Devil's Conjure has been like like a living, breathing thing, I would say, since August of 2019. Um, but um, we also, oh, wow. you know, run like a few other businesses. And so, um, you know, we also um, run and and operate um, Darkly's Curiosities, which is like a whole other business of its own. So. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's cool. You have your hands in more than one thing, which I guess, <laughs> especially in in times of, like, COVID-19 and whatnot, is probably pretty smart to not have your all your eggs in one basket. So, gentlemen, yeah. I assume you are a couple. Am I correct? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know, how did you meet? How did this all happen? Give me the 411. I'll let, I'll let Darian take over there. <laughs> I actually okay. love to tell this story. Okay, so uh, we, we've been together. We've been, uh, we met about 12 years ago. Um, Adam was my favorite stripper at a club that I went to frequently. <laughs> And nice. so boys and girls, uh, <laughs> fairy tales can come true. Uh, but yeah, that, that was where we met. And um, we were good friends for a couple of years. And, and uh, I knew as soon as, I, as soon as I saw him across the bar, I was like, there's no way this guy's gay. I'm not that lucky. But it turns out I am. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, Adam, what did you think the first time you saw Darian? Tell me everything. 
the first time I saw Darian, I knew that he was probably going to take me for a ride because he was a he was a wild child from the beginning. <laughs> oh my gosh! So how long did it take for you guys to like settle into a a, a regular thing? Sure. So um, <clears throat> I guess we had kind of been friends for like two years, but um, eventually things just kind of fell in place after after about two years, um, and we. One thing led to another, and then essentially we uh, we moved in together, um, and um, and uh, yeah, we've been been an adventure ever since. So, and we got married the That's same awesome. week that we got married the same week that President Obama made it legal. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, I that's love been like that. six that's, years ago. That's a great story. Yeah, that's <laughs> wonder. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, that that made a happy life possible for a lot of my good friends. So yeah, I love hearing that. So when when you guys met, I got to know, were you both practicing magic or what kind of practice were you doing? Were you both doing the same thing? Were you each doing something different? Um, I, um, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, um, like cognizantly or like, you know, aware of, or like practicing in any way at the time that I knew of, he definitely was and has had, had like a long, has had like a long practice before I have for sure. So he definitely has the years and experience on me. Oh, that's cool. But it sounds like you have the entrepreneurship that that takes it to the next level as far as making it a business. So what made you guys yeah. decide to do that to like get into you know doing doing conjure work, doing um spirit work for people because I see you offer on your website you offer all different kinds of rituals and and I wanted to get into some of that like why is it and I know the answer because I know my focus is shit as to why I need somebody to do work for me but is it is it something where you're you're clearer about it than than the person asking you about it like who comes to you for your services and and as far as your question like how how I like kind of came to offering it um you know, I've been I've been just myself working in um, in shamanic healing and um, you know ecstatic yeah. trance states and you know folk magic like hoodoo and conjure and various practices like that. But um, I would say honestly, through my work with with Saint Cyprian of Antioch, um, through Cyprian, um, you know, over time he kind of pushed me um, to, and I, I really feel like it was sort of part of my initiation and part of the path that I was walking at the time. But it was kind of like that, uh-huh. you know, that kind of like step of faith to like begin to offer what was, I was already finding like to be really successful for for like myself and for us. And so it was only natural. And then, you know, really before I even was was serious about it, I already had people, you know, coming to me from just kind of all over randomly, um, things like certain circumstances where it would be somebody I didn't even know. Maybe we'd be in public yeah. and then like they'd, kind of like they'd say something and then it would lead to the next thing. And then I'm like, well you know, like, and I would kind of know I could trust them to kind of bring it up or, or we talk after or, you know, another time, but essentially would end up telling them, yes, I'm, you know, I'm a, I am a, I'm a sorcerer, essentially, you know, I work ritual magic and I, and I can definitely like help in this circumstance if that's something that you're open to. And, and honestly, it's yeah. just kind of taken off since then. And, um, and that's really the core with Devil's Conjurers through working with Cyprian and Crossroads Devil, various spirits who are very devilish or devils in, in their own nature, 
um, I really felt, you know, like um, various spirits of that nature were pushing me at a time to kind of offer that and, and become more public about it. So wasn't actually something that I was like, yeah, I want to do this for other people at one point. And I've, I've always, I've always been into to helping people and and trying to make a difference. Um, I was a minister, a Baptist minister before I became a witch. And, uh, uh, what? I, yeah, really. And I, That's yeah, I came to the dark side. <laughs> came to the dark side wow. to have cookies. Uh, yeah, um, back in the back in the satanic panic of the eighties. I was actually one of those people that was traveling around to churches playing records backward and stuff to let people hear the satanic messages and stuff. I, I, did, I did that. I started out when I was like 15 doing that. Um, but having that experience in, in helping people and stuff over the years, I'd, I'd seen some miraculous things like like praying for people and stuff. But uh, uh, in the ministry, you'll starve to death if you're an honest person. And um, so I've always, uh, since we got the business rolling, I've always really encouraged uh, Adam to charge what his work is worth because the testimonials speak for themselves. The results are there. Yeah, I I saw some of the testimonials and I'm like, this is amazing. I mean, because listen, I'd, I'd be lying if I didn't say if I didn't think I needed help, and I know I need help. Um, but yeah, your testimonials are pretty outstanding. And you know, I was wondering, do people get antsy when they hear you use the word devil? Are people still freaked out by that? Um, I'll be honest. Like, I do have a lot of clients, even daily, that come and and they're like, you know, I want to work with you, and I've wanted to for a while, but I've been kind of standoffish because you, you know, your well, your business is called Devil's Conjure. Does that mean you work with the devil? And then you know, you kind of go into that. But um, but I honestly just typically will speak truth into the situation, speak to you know how mm-hmm. the the church you know stole and and manipulated and warped. Um, you know, language and, of course, you know, demons and devils and, and kind of took off with that. And um, honestly, just say that, you know, working with, you know, beings like the Crossroads Devil and, and various devilish spirits um, has honestly been some of the most powerful experiences. And, and I've seen more, like, quite miraculous things working with them than any other spirits. And, and that's honestly why I, uh, why I do the work I do and offer that work through them, because it truly, truly brings results. And it, it, you know, I'm still I'm still awestruck all the time. Like uh, when I get reports back from clients and such situation shift and stuff. So it's amazing. That's amazing. I think people hamper themselves by their fear of words. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you find Do you find that to be true? You know, yeah. Like if that's and, enough and, like, to stop you. How mm-hmm. how serious are they if they if if like a word will stop them from obtaining what it is they're after? Yeah, yeah, and it's that fear and guilt typically I find because once people, um, the whole devil thing, I find people you know also tie like karma into it, and so they think, oh, if I'm if I'm hiring somebody that must work with the devil or some dark forces, or you know if this work is being done for me or or against someone else, then surely that's going to somehow come back at, come back at me. You know, it's going to have a blowback effect. And, and honestly, I, I don't really ever experience that with clients. I've had experiences of myself where things kind of went haywire, yeah. but that was because of my own foolish, you know, uh, you know, actions or whatever. So 
it's all fear-based. I yeah. find once people hear it, you know, truth, essentially, I feel like they can kind of move forward. So let me ask you, like, because I keep getting, like, I hear all this shit about, oh, you know, I work with light, and, and there's nothing wrong with working with light. I'm not casting uh, disparaging anything on people who want to work with light. But I feel like, through learning from other people, my elders, that, you know, you can't be, like, all love and light all the time. And sometimes the situation just calls for something heavy. And I, I worry that people do not understand that. And I think, you know, not recognizing that you have to have a balance in everything of good and bad in everything yeah. is important yeah. to being successful. And I find that people who want to just stay on one side or the other tend to miss out because they're not honoring magic as a whole. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I would say so. And I honestly feel like, you know, in in some parts of the magical community, you know, abroad, that there is a definite warped view of all that. And I feel some of that was, you know, things with the new age and shifts and things that have come over time where we have certain lingo um, and certain ideals and things that are being kind of created to either be manipulate or control people or, you know, to have people buying books or whatever be it. But I'll, you know, I'll honestly say that, you know, there definitely does need to be like a balance. I feel like, you know, there are times when, you know, justice isn't served in the ways that it's supposed to, that law mandates. And so, you know, there are times when people can take, you know, that power within their own hands and, and otherwise um, to, you know, in a, in a great way. And so there are times when it's necessary. So um, I just feel like the, the light and dark and the the fluffiness and then like people swing to like the left hand path where they want to work with like the darkest, like being, you know, that's, that's like of, of destruction and stuff. I feel like, you know, that people just swing too far to like one side or the other. And so uh, I feel like balance is definitely necessary. I kind of believe that are there... uh, light and dark are like um, poles of a battery and that both hmm. are necessary. I feel like the magic is the tension between the two. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's true. I, and I agree with that. I think, you know, and I don't understand. We're, we don't allegedly subscribe to Christian ideologies, but it just seems like in some folks it's so ingrained that they carry mm. it all into their magic. I'm sure I do shit that, that, that smacks of it as well. Um, mm-hmm. however unintentionally, but it just, you know, it seems like I really need to make sure that I am not trying to lean too hard to one side to the other because I, you know, well, I'm also a Libra, so for me everything's fucking balancing act that I never <laughs> achieve. You know what I mean? So it's I'm kind of like yeah. always like this side of the scale, that side of the scale. The whole point of the scales is that you, you're trying to find balance. It doesn't mean you get it. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of the time I find I'm leaning too hard on one side or the other. But are there folks who come to you that you absolutely are like, nah, I can't work with you. Sorry, go home. Um, I find uh, typically I will – 
uh, we'll accept, you know, just about anyone, but we do have people that, you know, you can honestly tell them, tell that their issue isn't, uh, isn't magical of, of origin that, that sometimes is actually, you know, of mental origin, like, like they actually have something going on and, and they probably need to seek some help. But, you know, we, we have yeah. had our, our tangle with some, with some wild people over the, over time. Um, like people threatening to to like commit suicide because their order didn't make it to them within like a week and a half and and just like really crazy wow. things and that's why people see that we don't have like a, a Facebook business page anymore because things got so crazy that like I mean it was wow. like it was like they were people were coming out of the woodworks and so obviously we did ritual work to kind of clear that up protect do certain protection work to ensure that that those kind of people kind of stay stay away because we, we truly do love helping people, but some people having to deal with certain people can actually like hinder the help that other people need. So, um, so yeah, we, we've had some wild experiences, but I feel like that's made us better business people and better workers. Yeah. Do you ever find that, I mean, do you get requests from just everybody? I mean, people who are, are pagan and not pagan alike, or do you, do you find mostly non-pagan people come to you? What's your clientele like? Um, it's like a large mix. Um, we even have people that are, you know, people that are Christian um, that work with us that, that do purchase rituals and stuff like that, um, and people that are atheists. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems to be like a large mix of people, to be honest. That's great. No, that means other people, like, it means that a lot of people are really open to what you're offering. And I, I would think that if I were one of those people that were either an atheist or actually a Christian, I would want to be able to go to somebody I could trust to keep, you know, my issues discreet, as it were, because, you know, we all have something. And, um, okay. yeah, I think that's amazing. You know, so how, when you when you do a ritual for somebody, like, is there a turnaround time period, or are you going by moon phases, or where we are in the calendar? Like, how do you determine when to do a ritual for someone? Sure, and so um, we we honestly have so many sometimes that that we can't go like like as like work exactly as we want to, but typically like moon phase. You know, if there's a specific, um, if there's a specific fixed star overhead, like mid mid heaven. So you know, we definitely work with a little bit of astrology um, with the moon phases, um, things like that. But um, but typically, you know, as far as like when we perform the ritual, like a client has booked, um, it really depends on like each person. Like if they, you know, if they're needing a reading before or after or some clarity or you know even like a consult, but. Um, typically, I would say, you know, within uh, a few days to a week, we, we work that ritual. Um, and then a lot of clients report within, you know, a week or two, uh, you know, seeing results, things shifting, situations opening up. That's amazing. That's amazing that, you know, to be able to get feedback like that so quickly must be really encouraging and, you know, I haven't seen that there are a lot of businesses like yours anymore. I know back in the day, 9,000 years ago, when I was first <laughs> coming up, because I'm an, I'm an old person, um, you know, we <laughs> used to have – well, I mean, I'm almost 60, so it's not – you know, I'm, I could be your mom, moms for both of you. 
Um, You're just experienced. Yeah, you know. We'll say that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <Aren't> sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, listen, honey, I'm not stupid enough to turn down a compliment from a good-looking young man. <laughs> um, gay or not, a compliment's a compliment. I don't give a shit. Hello. All comers are welcome. All comers are welcome. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that we used to have places where we would go and folks that we would talk to. And back in the day, it was very shadowy. You know, people did not talk about doing magic, especially for other people. Oh, my God, you know, that's mm-hmm. like a serious, serious thing. So I was just yeah. going to ask, you know, is there like a community of folks that do this for other people, or are you finding that you're kind of an island unto yourselves? Um. There are, uh, like, I know there there are tons, uh, like, as far as, like, locally, I don't, I'm not really sure. We know that there's, like, a large, like, pagan and otherwise kind of community here, but I'm not, um, I've kind of, like, energetically sensed that there were other workers, like, through divination stuff around here, but I haven't met any that mm-hmm. I know of. Um, but, but I know, like, even, you know, in, in like, the state and, and, of course, like, and obviously, as you know, like all over the country, there are tons of people. There's even like a uh, American, um, it's like the American um, Readers and Root Workers Association and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not really? really affiliated with them, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different yeah. things like that. I, I keep like finding them more and more. It's, it's really like amazing how like how many resources there are that I never knew of before. So. Well, me too, obviously, because I, you know, I'm in a very limited space as it were i mean you would think that everything is on facebook but that doesn't mean i actually go and look for everybody and and numbers oh, in yeah. that regard <laughs> you know so when yeah. i happen upon somebody who's you know unique in what they offer it always kind of mm-hmm. piques my curiosity i mean i think the way you and i started talking was you just kind of like popped into my messages and said hey What's up? <laughs> and I was like, hey, <laughs> yeah. how are you? <laughs> Which is great. I think people are so people are so afraid to approach each other, you know, and it's like, well, that's cool. He just kind of came on over and said hello. I love that. I love friendly people. I think that's a blast, you know. And uh, it's certainly taken me long enough to get you on. I apologize for how long it's been. The show generally books a year in advance. So, yeah. <laughs> Finally oh, no, got no, on, no. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and you're busy a lot. I mean, I see, I see you working constantly. I mean, sometimes it's a mind's eye kind of thing, but it's like you're constantly, both of you are constantly in some kind of motion. And yeah, yeah, use that, that amazing, youthful fucking energy while you got it, because at some point, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm I'm almost six. I'll be sixty in a couple of months. So yeah, you know, get it done now, do it all. Oh yeah. Get involved in as much as possible while you have the energy. That's so cool. But something else I wanted to talk about, and this is something that really fucking makes me mad. I have seen, okay, so. Not long ago, I was introduced to someone who um, proclaimed themselves a witch, and I, you know, I'm not saying yes, definitely they are, definitely they're not, because that's not my, that's not my place to say. But the the 
the amount of money this person was charging without any kind of what I can investigate as a background for mm-hmm. any kind of evidence was startling. And we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, what, 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 what? <laughs> like, excuse yeah. me, what? So, I mean, you're catering to a clientele that is kind of like non-existent at that point or so high level, why are you talking to me? Because if you can pull down those kind of dollars, um, yeah. you don't need my help, <laughs> you know. I'm, yeah, I'm totally. for the home-based, you know, I'm just, seriously, I'm for authors and, you know, the home-based kind of, you know, companies that are are coming up doing good work like you guys are. And, you know, I, I just, I get concerned that people who are desperate fall victim to folks like that. However, on the other hand, completely on the opposite side, I find a lot of people being really problematic when they're being asked to pay a reasonable rate. So, I mean, I understand that people are strapped right now because COVID and all of that. I get it. But I've seen you run specials. And, you know, and I want you to talk about specials. I want you to talk about the value of the services you provide, what goes into it, so that folks understand it's not like you roll out of bed, light a candle, boom, you're done. It's, it, there's so much more that goes into ritual work and conjure work that I think people are completely unaware of. Please talk about that, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, people, um, you know, we have had that before where people will come to us, um, you know, and typically people that are in desperate need, you know, we'll work with you in one way or another to help you with your situation. But, you know, there are people that will come and they'll make like a whole scene, show up on live, you know, talk about how we charge too much. And it seems like there's also this ideal that if somebody charges a certain amount or too much or not enough that they're automatically like a charlatan or they're automatically, you know, oh, well, there's no way, you know, I can light like a candle in my own home, like a little chime candle for, you know, for like 40 cents from like the local metaphysical store. But what people don't realize is that, you know, Darian in and of himself, he has decades of experience. And, you know, he actually taught me. And, you know, I've been working for, you know, magically and and magic and healing for about, you know, about 10 or 11 years. And so, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, years and much time and, and experience and, and actually, like, sitting with mentors and learning and then taking all that and spending, you know, hours in divination, you know, sitting with a client consult, like, actually listening to their story and then being able to pull all that, you know, together with, you know, um, the intuition, you know, and through spirits, obviously, um, and then actually bringing that together, fixing the material, you know, burning the ritual, you know, if offerings or libations or, or whatever the specific, you know, ritual might, you know, might you know, might, you know, have going on essentially. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's typically hours of work, you know, even for, for just one client, depending on their situation. Um, and, you know, and people don't realize that, you know, you're not just paying for that ritual, you're paying for the materials, for any herbs, roots, the mixtures. Um, so there's a lot going on. And uh, I feel like, you know, with, with the advent of the internet and, and you have, you know, certain big corporation stores and stuff where, the customer's always right, and people, you know, well, they want that instant gratification. You know, it's it's the same thing, you know, like as you're saying, you know, you have people that, 
that essentially don't want to pay that price, but they don't realize all that really goes into it. Um, and one of my friends, you know, he's a worker. He, he's actually in Africa, in Nigeria, and he charges $200 no matter what for his rituals. And what he says is, I'm, you know, basically how he taught me and shared with me is it's like, you know, he's going to do a ritual that's going to get you paid 1000 or 2000 or more a month, and you're paying him $200. And, you know, everything is a sacrifice in one way or another. That's an investment towards your future, towards the transformation of your life you know, uh, a stagnant relationship, you know, a, a dry sex life, you know, maybe somebody's money's drying up or you're not flowing or things are souring or whatever. You know, that's, that's right. what people are investing in, that sacrifice for their lives to truly change. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, you know, I think it's really important that people realize that if they're asking for a serious service, these things do not come by cheaply. There's a lot of research that goes in, a lot of time. You wouldn't, and now I'm not saying necessarily that witchcraft and conjure work is the same as having a medical degree, but yeah. there's study that goes into it. There's, there's time. There's, there's sacrifice of time. There's sacrifice of sometimes relationships when you are, applying yourself to a specific skill. And I think the fact that people don't honor that the way they should impedes not just what you can do for them, but what they can do for themselves. And I think this is why a lot of people do magic for themselves. It doesn't work because they don't yeah. have all the experience necessary to make what they're asking for happen. And I just get concerned when I see people – fighting with vendors and, you know, craftspeople and conjurers and people who have actually put the time in. It's like, well, what are you bitching about? Did you put the time in yourself? No. Well, then mm -hmm. how do you know what goes into it if you were willing to go to someone else in the first place? Does that make yeah. sense? Like you're already yeah. going to someone else because you know you don't know. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's just really infuriating when I see people are, you know, if you want to know the price because you want to know what's in your budget, ask up front. Your, your stuff is clearly visibly marked. It's not like uh -huh. you're keeping anything a secret as far as what you're charging. But the fact that yeah. people will still turn around and, and try to say, oh, you're charging too much. Well, then go to someone you can afford. You know, yeah, your results exactly. may not be the same. You know, right. I'm That's sure you have to have this conversation fairly often. Um, probably daily, honestly. <laughs> like, honestly, people, and like you're saying, where somebody's charging tens of thousands, I can't tell you over the past year or two how many probably hundreds or even maybe thousands of people that I've that I've met or talked to in one way or another that, you know, told us or, or shared that, you know, they went to somebody, you know, the person said, oh, well, you're, you know, uh, whether it's, oh, you're sick or, oh, you have like a, a generational curse or, oh, this and this, you're going to have to pay 1200 uh, And then, you know, oh, okay, well, then they did that. Well, oh, the spirit said that now you need to do this or now this is happening. So now you need to pay this. And then, you know, I've had clients come and tell me that they've paid $6,000 for something and then that person becomes mm -hmm. almost like a parasite after like like they once they stop paying them they're it's almost like they're they start trying to almost come after them and stuff. I've had clients tell me they got sick you know after they quit paying somebody and we looked and like somebody that person had done like some kind of work 
to kind of like make them like you know return and pay and keep doing the work or or they'd be sick and, and different things like that so i mean it's 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 a really treacherous uh sort of um i guess world out there as far as like people trying to find a legit worker and that's why you know yeah. we are you know i'm more than happy to sit down with a client you know i'm sometimes when i have a client you know, it might be an hour, hour and a half consult. And so I sit there and listen to their whole story, and we basically make, like, a magical game plan. And, you know, I'm more than happy to do, like, face-to-face because people need that level of trust. You know, they're already having that faith to, to step forward, but, but to be able to see that I'm human, you know, that we're real, yeah. you know, that there's, there's something yeah. happening behind it. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it- – it's important to be able to trust the person. I mean, because when you're entrusting someone to do ritual work, you have to know that that person has, you know, what you want in mind and that that is the mm-hmm. goal, you know, to achieve what you're after. Have mm-hmm. you ever found yourself being attacked by the competition? Um, I've had I've had rituals where – or I've had uh, stuff with clients where – they had other, like another family member from like somebody that they had been with prior had uh, had actually like went and paid somebody else, and it it became this whole huge situation. But um, but yeah, we had like we've had stuff happen a few times where um, where I was like, okay, well, I definitely need to kind of up like the protection wards and stuff, and and you know be like a little more vigilant. But yeah, we've definitely had kind of like situations where uh, people have have come after us magically or otherwise. Um, and and wow. kind of had to like bust the guns and kick ass at that point. Call up like the Empress of Hell or somebody. So we've had people apologize hey. for coming at this too. <laughs> yeah. Really? Have you had apologies? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. People don't know who they're fucking with. I'm I'm telling you, don't fuck about. You mess with well, the whole, you might get people the whole. Like yeah, we always tell people it's not us you got to worry about; it's the spirits because we're pretty much pretty tame for the most part. Not really, but uh, but uh, the spirits yeah, are just say, kind of like guard waiting. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, you're so funny. So I want to. I, I have another question. I'm sorry, I've got lots of questions. I'm very annoying like all. that, but. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had any? I'm and. If this question is inappropriate, you can totally say, Raina, I'm not answering that. Um, but have you ever had somebody come to you and what they're asking for is kind of shady, like in the not in the sense of like to do harm to other people, but they've got a shady situation going on and it's like they need your help. I mean, do you do you place any kind of judgment? Are you still there like to are you still in it with them? How do you how do you decide what's maybe a bridge too far? Um, I would say for me, you know, I would I would kind of like check in with some spirits probably to kind of get some clarity, maybe you know, just to make sure I'm looking at it from every angle. But um, you know, there is uh-huh. kind of like a limit. Like we don't we don't typically just uh, do like destruction or like death under my enemy rituals just for like anyone. Um, or, or really at all anymore. Um, not not really for any specific reason, but but um, I feel like that's kind of like that's kind of like when when that's the last 
step or whatever. But um, you know, we've had we've had some definite shady people over time. But um, but a lot of those people, honestly, were just in a in a really messed up situation, and um, were typically mm-hmm. good people. It was just like somehow they, you know, wrong place, wrong time, or something. And um, like uh, yeah. like honestly, we do a lot of court rituals for clients. And like I've uh, I have clients now that I've been working with them for a year or more over, you know, court works where they had, you know, they got in a lot of legal troubles and, you know, we kind of haven't yeah. helped them navigate it. But, um, but yeah, you know, they, um, we definitely have had some shady people, but it worked out either way. So they either, they usually figure it out when we're like, yeah, I'm not going to like kill your, your ex or whatever, or, you know, or whatever, you know, they're kind of crazy thing they might be asking for. So. Yeah, I do find that sometimes people ask for some shit that's kind of out of the way and, like, mm-hmm. beyond what you might want to do. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. I um, I don't know. I, I find that, that folks basically want confirmation of what they're already feeling. And, mm-hmm. you know, have you ever had to tell somebody, listen, <laughs> Just, there's just some things that you know because you've consulted with spirit and you're like, yeah, this is not going to go the way you want it to go. Have you ever had to like go back to somebody and say, yeah, you know what, I did some work on this and um, I'm really sorry. Because I find when, like, I used to be a tarot reader and I stopped doing it because it was just, I had people like who wouldn't wipe their own behind without like calling me first. And it just got to a point where it was like, as much as she was relying on me, I couldn't live my life half the time because I just had a couple of them that were like, is anything different today? And it's like, no, bitch, nothing's different today. You asked me this question 12 hours ago. What do you expect to have changed? No, it is. this is not any better for you. I'm sorry. I wish it were. I can't make it be so. Can we move on to something else? And they just, I mean, do you ever have clients who are just fucking stuck? We absolutely, we absolutely do. And uh, one thing I I really enjoy uh, about being a, a witch versus having been a minister is that I can tell people no, and I, I can tell people <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, as a minister, you felt obligated, you know, like you've got to at least try to help every single person that comes to you. And um, I, one of my degrees is in counseling, and so I, I try to put that to work when we're talking about uh, issues that that clients are are dealing with too. So, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I totally know what what you mean. Like, yeah, sometimes you just have to tell some people to fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, and, and honestly, like, it's it's kind of like a weekly thing where I post on Instagram, kind of like, hey, you know, these are the shipping days, you know, this is how this works, once you pay, once you book, you know, this is the timing, this is when we get back to you, you know, and, and it may not always be like that same day or right on the same time, but, um, you know, I, sometimes you just have to eventually tell people because people will be calling, emailing, messaging um and you know like if it's on facebook messenger people start trying to like facetime you or whatever and like you know and like it just gets you know some people do get kind of extreme sometimes so um you know sometimes you just have to be like you know uh you know there there's some other really great workers maybe they can help you out i wish you the best you know or whatever yeah i 
I've had to do that with some clients where it's like, listen, this started off great, but you're really, you're relying on me way too much. And you need to get out there and live. And you can't, you know, every time you have a date, if you're, if you have five dates in a week, I am not, I am not going to let you book with me five days in a row just so I can tell you if this date is going to work out. You're missing on a life experience. So, um, you know, after a while, I was just so tired. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't have the patience for this kind of shit anymore, so I had to let it go. Um, yeah. But I'm really, I'm really grateful that there are folks like you out there that if I have a need, I can be like, oh, well, I'll just go over to devil's conjure and and hit the guys up and see what we can work out so when somebody wants a ritual what's the process Mm -hmm. what 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 would a person have to do to to book a ritual with you sure and so typically what i would recommend you know some people who have no experience you know they they've never done magic read about it they're maybe a whole other religion or or whatever and they just want some clarity they want some counsel and so one thing I always recommend people do is to book, like, a consultation with us. So that's, like, you know, it might be 15 minutes. You know, like I said, they sometimes they go on an hour or longer. Um, but I typically uh-huh. prefer that. That way, um, you know, even if we need to do an on-the-fly reading, but that person gets a chance to tell their side of the story. Um, and then we talk uh-huh. through it. And then, you know, they we look at their options. And then, honestly, like, from that point on, you know, um, you know, in my work, I, I use, like, names or photos or whatever kind of material connected to the person or target. Um, and then, honestly, you know, plan, fix everything. And then, like I said, you know, typically we try to keep on top of stuff to perform rituals within about a week or so of people booking. Um, and then, you know, yeah. as, you know, typically clients will also receive, like, um, photos and video from the ritual, too, privately. Um, and then, you know, I'll oh. kind of, we'll kind of give them like a summary of how things went, how it burned, what to expect. Um, sometimes people will book like a reading after to kind of see, you know, what they should expect or, or to kind of get a, another look at it. But yeah, and then honestly, people can book everything directly at devilsconjure.equid.com. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, do need like a customized ritual. Um, so, you know, we kind of figure that out with them to kind of, you know, kind of uh, cover every desire, you know, that they want to manifest and things like that. So, um, and, and honestly, you were talking about, you know, the sales or discounts, you know, that's not for us, you know, like I tell like a lot of people and, and we'll, we'll, you know, that I make posts about and stuff, um, you know, that's to help the clients, you know, because we have so many people that come to us, you know, like you mentioned, with it being the virus and stuff, that they just they just can't afford it. And so, you know, there are times that um, that we do works for people and, and obviously don't charge our, our full price or whatever because when it comes down to it, you know, we're, we're going to make money no matter what. And it's really, it really is about helping people, you know, offering a new avenue um, when people have, have tried Which everything else. Which is amazing. Else. Yeah, I, and I think that's wonderful because, you know, there are a lot of folks who don't do that. There's there has to be, you know, there's got to be some kind of a generosity of spirit for folks to do that. So I really appreciate the fact that you do that. That's, to me, that's very meaningful that you care about the clients enough to give that. And I've seen your discounts and they're pretty substantial, to be honest. Um, which is why I'm like, yeah, I'll have you on. Yeah, I want to talk to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I turn down a lot more than, than folks who actually get on. Um just because 
I need to I need to know that if you have a service, it's a service I would use. If it's a book, it's a book oh, I read or I have read or would read. Because um, I think anything else is just kind of like blowing smoke up the audience's ass. I don't bullshit my <laughs> yeah. audience because I don't want them to bullshit me. You know what I mean? It's like I'm yeah. not here to to make people, I mean, I'm not here to make people feel badly. I'm certainly here to, you know, be encouraging of, of the folks that I think deserve support. I mean, that's my job. That's what I do. Um, so I'm really excited about, you know, just personally the potential for uh, working with you guys in the next month and a half or two. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward. Yes, I didn't tell either of you any of this yet, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm potentially in a situation that I would like some assistance in, you know, maybe a ritual or a reading or whatever. Do you do just readings? Is that service also available on your website? Um, so um, through our um, Instagram, we have our link tree uh, link up, and so that can link, that links to our Dark Loose Curiosities website and products, Devil's Conjure, and then um, for typically for readings, just because it can get kind of crazy not adding a service, we, we use Calendly, and so that link is on there too where people can easily, um, um, and it's actually on uh, Facebook on my Adam Conjure page, um, like on the bio, but um, you can basically book through Calendly, and that will give you the days and the hours that are available and stuff like that. It's a pretty uh, pretty easy to, to book. That's awesome. Do you both read, or is that like one of you have a specialty as opposed to you like like Darian? Do you do readings, and Adam? Do you concentrate on rituals? Do you both do everything? How does how does that work? Um, I am um, I'm going to start doing readings soon. I uh, have done a lot of reading in, in person, but um, I'm, I'm going to start uh, offering my services in that way, too. Um, up until now, through Devil's Conjure, uh, Adam's done most of the readings. Um, I do a lot of the artwork, and then um, I'm also a sculptor, and um, one of the, the things that I offer is um, I, I make spirit vessels, and so I'm uh, like... A, a spirit will kind of present itself, and then I will I'll sculpt a likeness, and then that that spirit kind of takes up residence in in the statue that I make, and so I, wow. I offer those from time to time on on uh, on the site. Um, and I'm he's amazing. His work is legendary. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so when somebody requests that, Darian, like, why would someone request? that specific thing? Um, I, it's something that I, I don't really do custom because um, the spirits kind of present themselves. And so if it's, if uh, I, I'll create the vessel for it and then I'll, I'll uh, do the ritual to ensoul it and then I, mm-hmm. I just make it available on the site. And so it's, it's whatever that spirit's like... Uh, um, specialty, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, uh, lends itself to then. Then that's that's what it is and what it does. Oh my goodness! I, I see. I was not aware of that. So I'm going to need all of those links 
to put up on the show page. So, well, no, because I don't, I don't think you gave me all of those. I need like all of that information too to share, because that's just fascinating. I've not heard of spirit vessels per se, but that definitely has piqued my curiosity a lot. So that is something I definitely want to look into as well. Wow. Um, so guys, we have 12 minutes left. What have I not asked you that I should have? Um, let's see. Usually everyone asks like the, what's the origin of the name Devil's Conjure or whatever, but I think, I think we might have kind of covered that earlier on. Um, yeah. <laughs> like what is what is what is coming up? Are you coming up with new products? Are you are you doing oh, yeah. classes? You know, give me give me everything that's that's new and that folks may not know about yet if they've just visited your site. Sure. And so um April twelfth, um, we do sometimes we offer like a monthly community ritual. And so um April twelfth oh. we're offering a money um a money drawing community ritual with the new moon. Um, and essentially this is, you know, with this, people can include a petition, like a desire, something they wish to manifest um, in the ritual. Um, and then they also get like a ritually fixed candle. So like it might, like typically we use like a seven-day candle or something, and that burns along with everyone yeah. else's in the ritual service and things like that. And so um, April 12th, we're doing the money drawing community ritual. I think there might be four or five spots left, um, and, and that's just like 20 bucks. Um, that's something that we try to offer because we know that people, you know, are in need of that. And that is, that's a, that's an option for people who maybe aren't ready for like a full on ritual or, or maybe they, they just kind of need a kick in the pants to their, to their money mojo that month <laughs> or whatever. Um, and then yeah. let's see, April 14th, um, I'm teaching the working with spirits class. And so, um, for 2021, we have a lineup for 12 classes for like one each month. Um, and so uh -huh. um, I'll be teaching working with spirits, and that's through Google Hangout. Um, and with that, I'm teaching, you know, ways of working with the fae and the dead and a variety of spirits for ritual purposes and divination. Um, and I think there's some, some spots available, available for that. Um, and beyond that, um, you know, we, we have a ton of products that we're always either rotating, restocking, or new releases. Um, like like um, we just sold out of all of our fox paw, um, like amulets. Um, and like, a lot of things like that. Um, oh, my, our money bag conjure box. Um, conjure boxes is usually like a you know an oil and incense a bath. It's it's different typically new products, but it's things that we include together typically four to five products as a set. And so this one's the money bag conjure box. So it includes like our red fast money oil, um, our our uh, money drawing mojo hand things like that. And so there's uh, I think there might be like 15 of those left. They're like 50 bucks. So we, you know, we have new products, um, upcoming, upcoming classes, the upcoming community ritual, um, and of course new products all the time. So we actually just um, actually released our seven planetary oil set as well, um, and uh, there's like uh, it's limited ten set, uh, ten like sets of those. So um, that's that's one reason we're always so busy is people keep us so busy. We we can't keep the product stocked, and we're always like having to make new batches, which is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. So the planet, what is the planetary oil for? Give me, give me some of the uses for some of your oils because I saw, like, the Jupiter oil, and I was like, ooh, ooh, I gotta ask about that. So I mean, 
tell me about the oils and, and, and what they do and how you work with them. Sure. And so, like, a lot of the oils, um, honestly, they, you know, they come directly, you know, um, you know, whether it's divine intervention or, you know, specifically like a spirit sharing a recipe or whatever, um, you know, uh, like um, we both work with, with many spirits. And um, for me personally, like a lot of times, um, like um, I'll have like a vision or like I'll be working with a spirit and I'll be creating something and they'll actually be like, you know, telling me what to not add what and what to add or or quite literally giving me um, like a whole recipe. Um, and so like a lot wow. of that stuff that is directly working with spirits and actually creating the oils. Um, and, and, you know, I always kind of call them like the genie of the oil um, or, or something like that. But, um, you know, they contain um, a lot of our oils contain animal, uh, animal products, like, you know, might be feathers or fur. Um, you know, they contain mineral products. Um, it might be dirt from specific places, locations. Um, and, and so a lot of thought, a lot of time, a lot of love, um, a lot of energy is poured into those. And so they're, they're like ritual oils, anointing oils. Um, and, and so really they're, they're quite literally like living, breathing kind of like, uh, kind of genies in the oil. Um, and, uh, like the Jupiter's beneficence is directly connected to the, to the planetary power of Jupiter. Um, you know, it's a great oil to sort of expand a, a business or an empire or, or, draw riches and success and um, like you mentioned the seven planetary oils those are you know each is connected to each planet so like soul you know is 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 an oil that we create and consecrate as the moon is growing full typically in the day and hour of the of sun of soul um, for victory mm-hmm. and success and glory and and, uh, and that's just a few of its uses so is this I would probably say oils are probably most use? purchased products What's that? Yeah, are, would the oils be for like basically anointing a candle, or can you put them on the body? So um, they're usually if they're not able to be anointed with or whatever, we'll we'll put like a thing underneath, like that says you know toxic or something. But we don't typically make too many things okay. like that. So um, honestly, most of what we offer you know can be anointed like on your brow anointed on like you know for money drawing upon a candle, um, maybe a, a drop or two added to a bath. Um, or a, or a mop bucket, wow. you know, someone's going to spiritually purify their home. Oh, that's brilliant. So they have multiple uses. I see that a lot of stuff that gets offered on some, you know, on other places um, are spe- very specific. This is for candles or this is for, you know, like you said, your, your, wa- your floor wash or whatever. But I like the fact that, well, first of all, I like the fact that your stuff is all natural, and I love the fact uh, that, you know, you will warn me if I shouldn't put it on my person. So I, I think that's pretty <laughs> <awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, yeah, just, we, I just want folks to understand that, you know, in listening to you describe the oils and in listening to you describe how you do a ritual for somebody, I just want folks to understand that this isn't, something where you make a phone call and you say, I want a ritual, for example, I want a love ritual, and you go, okay, pay your money, and that's it. You actually talk to the client. You actually consult with spirits. You actually have knowledge behind you um, 
which is how you base these decisions, you know, a place to base these decisions on. I just feel like people don't understand that when a ritual is created for them, it is a personal thing. It is something that involves a lot of time, often a lot of research, and in a lot of circumstances, a great deal of consulting with spirits. And it's not always an instant answer either. And, you know, I don't, I, I feel like folks need to understand what goes into all of these things to appreciate them. Of course. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah I totally agree. Be, yeah, so one more time before we go, because we are just about, we are just about done, and this has been delightful. And I'm so grateful to both of you for coming on and, and spending some time Thank with me, you. and I hope I can get you to come back because this has been an absolute blast. Just tell folks one more time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love it. No, this is, this is why I do this. Is I love it so much. But please tell folks again where they can find you, your products, your, your readings, your classes, all of that before we go. So um, people can find uh, all about what we offer um, on Instagram at Devil's Conjure. Um, and um, if, you, if you actually go to our Instagram and, and to the Devil's Conjure in the link, um, that links you to all of our products, all of our services. Um, I know Raina's going to, she said she's going to link to everything as well. Um, but you can also find us at devilsconjure.ecwid.com. That's devilsconjure.equid.com. Um, and, and typically on our Instagram, um, and we're going to be doing more newsletters and more things like that. And so you'll be able to find out more about, you know, updates and news and sales where, you know, we're always having new products, rotating things, new services, new classes. So it's, it's a great, it's a great time. (laughs) Adam and Darian Darkley, thank you so much for spending the hour with me. And I hope I get to see you again soon. Thank you so much. Of course, we'll be back. Thank you you very much. All right. Have a great afternoon, gentlemen. I'll speak to you shortly. All right, everybody. I will be back on Friday of next week. So have a wonderful week. Enjoy the warm weather if it's warm where you are. And I will talk to you on Friday. Bye, everybody.